Hi, welcome to the pub. Come on in. So, you know, I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent person, well-read, educated. I mean, I've traveled and experienced a number of other cultures, yet there are some things happening these days that I simply do not fucking understand. Maybe I'm the stereotypical old dog that can't learn any new tricks, or maybe I'm not sufficiently clever enough to grasp these issues, but I tend to think not. I think that there are just some things happening right now that are just unfucking believable So here's an example. These village idiot climate change deniers, I just can't fucking understand how they can't see or believe what's happening around us. Literally, the smartest people on the planet have been ringing this alarm bell for years, yet the idiots that we elect to lead us seem to be doing nothing, or doing such a poor job that they might as well be doing nothing. How and why do we put up with this extremely small group of government and industry leaders choosing to ignore or deny this issue? I mean, melting ice caps, rising sea levels, hotter temperatures, droughts on one end, hurricanes on the other, wildfires, ozone depletion, and on and on. Even the most simple-minded folks can see that we are slowly destroying the planet, and us along with it. And I just can't fucking understand why this is not humanity's highest priority right now. Here's another instance. The anti-vaccination simpletons. Fucking unbelievable. In the coming months, over a million people will have died in the U.S. alone. Thousands sickened and hospitalized every day. And we have the answer to this. Medical science has stepped up, and we can get on top of this, but for the idiots and morons that won't get vaccinated, I can't fucking understand the excuses I hear. Oh, it's not safe. It's not been tested. It'll kill me. Just unbelievable shit. It's against my religion. When all the organized religious leaders have publicly confirmed that there are no religious reasons not to get vaccinated. Well, I guess we have yet to hear from the church of the imbeciles. The unbelievable lack of knowledge about public health. The astonishing absence of concern. The staggering hypocrisy when they have no beef with the hundreds of other public health mandates yet see COVID vaccinations as the worst violation of their personal freedom. Nobody seems to be arguing that their personal freedoms are being impinged on when they're prevented from taking a shit in the public water system. The breaking of the healthcare infrastructure because hospitals are filling up with COVID-infected anti-vaxxers is just unfucking real And I don't understand the brouhaha over gender identity. The news right now is full of talking heads commenting on both sides of comedian David Chappelle's jokes about the transgender community. And I'm at a fucking loss as to know why this is such a big deal. I mean, whose job is it to police what others want to call or think about themselves? He, she, they? It's nobody else's concern. I mean, is there a group of people anywhere or at any time that have not been the butt of a joke at some point? How's that old saying go? Well, fuck them if they can't take a joke. You know, being discriminated against for any reason is intolerable. Being marginalized and excluded for any cause is indefensible. Being subjected to laws and rules focused solely on some other group or some other people because they're different, absolutely inexcusable. But being the subject of a joke? Well, I think if we all had just a little thicker skin, we'd probably all be a lot happier. Now, I don't believe that I'm transphobic. Maybe I'm just maybe trans-ignorant. Maybe transgender, gender non-conforming, gender queer, non-binary, LGBTQ. Now, admittedly, there's a lot to unpack there. And I think just taking a live and let live approach is what humanity needs right now. Not a bunch of conservative, narrow-minded, bigot legislators poking their noses into places that they have no business being. I mean, are you really worried about who might walk into the restroom?
You know what? In my experience, every human, he's, she's, they's, and others, we all take a shit exactly the same way. So when you're in the restroom taking care of business, just close the stall door and mind your own fucking business. I don't fucking understand how this has become such a big fucking deal. Ah, well, maybe I'm just an old man ranting about things he doesn't understand. Maybe I'm a product of another generation that just doesn't get it. Maybe I'm just not seeing things the right way. But I don't think so. I just don't fucking understand these things. And I genuinely hope that there are folks out there, younger than myself, smarter than myself, that do understand these things. Because humanity is really counting on them. Well, the one thing I do understand is the value of a great single malt whiskey. So let me pop over to the bar and see what they have to offer. I hope you stick around. Okay, back from the bar with, with a nice pour of uh, Kleinleisch, a single malt. Now, Kleinleisch is a Northern Highland uh, East Coast uh, whiskey, uh, and kind of cult status now seems to have, have been conferred upon these uh, uh, the, the, these whiskeys, uh, along with the, their their neighboring distillery, um, Brora. Uh, they have a really nice uh, position up on the, the far northeastern highlands. Now, the appeal of these malts lies partly in their coastal aromas and flavors. Uh, now, somebody might might question some of the brininess of, of coastal malts, but but these bottlings from Brora and Kleinly uh, make that characteristic hard to deny. They are the most maritime of the East Coast malts. Uh, and on the Western mainland, they are only challenged by the Springbank uh, distil- distillery. Now, for a time, the, the big flavors of, of Kleinish were, were heightened by the use of some well-peated malts. Now, us Kleinish cultists are always keen to find uh, you know, distillates from that period. Um, but it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's hard to get. They're not as, as common as you'd think. Now, these two distilleries, they stand next door to each other on a landscaped hillside, um, and they overlook the, the, the coastal road that leads up to the northernmost tip of, of Scotland. The oldest of these two was built way back in 1819 by the Duke of Sutherland uh, so that he had a place to, to use the grain that was grown by his tenants. Um, the distillery that, that's known as Kleinish, uh, that, that means uh, slope of the garden in Gaelic. Now, after a century and a half, a new Kleinish was built in the, in the mid-1960s, um, but the demand was sufficient that both these distilleries operated in tandem for a long time. Um, now, Brora is, is a real traditional 19th century distiller. Um, you know, it's got a pagoda style. Um, Kleinlish's stills uh, still greet the, the world through a Florida ceiling window setup, which is really a, a classic design for that period. The, um, uh, it, it, this is a really interesting whiskey. Now, for years, you could only only get uh, this in a 12-year-old, which is what I've got right now. Um, and it's a, it's a really good example of what you can get from a, from a, a small batch distillery um, that has a lot of, of individual characteristics. Now, this particular uh, whiskey, let me taste this, got a, like a bright orange paley, pale color. Um, the, uh, it's not too fragrant uh, on the nose. It, you know, the, uh, it gives you a, a, a whiff of the sea, you know, um, you know when you taste it. Um, it's got kind of a firm and oily, smoky type of a flavor. Um, the, uh, some, some coriander and orange maybe uh, on the palate. Um, and it does become spicy on, on the finish, a little more perfumey. Um, it, it's really, really interesting malt. Um, um, not as easy to find, but uh, certainly very enjoyable and, and unique in its own way. So I'm going to enjoy this for a minute. Um, and I hope you come back for a, a quick story about our uppity women. Stay tuned.
If you lived in old Nicaragua and your name was Rafaela Herrera, you had a better than average chance of being a heroine. An impossible dream? Historical synchronicity? Well, you decide. In 1762, a 19-year-old named Rafaela Herrera was mopping up around her dad's command post, the, the castle fortress of La Persima Concepcion. Nothing to do, not a shopping mall in sight, nada. Suddenly, up the San Juan River came a flotilla of 50 mean-looking vessels bristling with cannons and attacked. As the ships fired on the castle, Rafaela's pop made his own attack of something and drops dead at her feet. Now, now Rafael is really worked up, yelling, I can do this! She assumes command. The first report she gets is that the attackers are English ships loaded with, with, with Carib Indian troops. The second says, no, they're English pirates come to sack the city of Granada. Rafaela said, well, whatever. For five days and nights, Rafaela mounts a keen defense and offense. Then, lucky break, her side manages to kill the enemy fleet's commander. Inexplicably, the fleet lingers until Herrera heroically devises a new strategy. She hands out chunks of cloth, instructing her forces to set them ablaze and let them drift on the water once it's totally dark. When the English, well known for being phobic about fabric fires, spot the eerily burning phantom fleet, they're gone. Two years later, another Rafaela Herrera, this one's moniker includes a Sotomayor, uh, grabs a heroine's medal for defending another castle fortress in Nicaragua. The darned English are trying to invite again. Spain's at war with England, meaning poor little Nicaragua is also. A more seasoned married woman, this Rafaela, runs a red-hot cannon from the walls of the Castelo de San Juan. For her efforts, the King of Spain awards her a pension, an inheritance, and some property. But not, we hope, one of those oh-so-attackable castle fortresses. In today, Nicaragua, the name Rafaela Herrera, is still revered by poets and the public alike, and is plastered on everything from schools to neighborhoods. Way to go, Rafaela. Yeah, we really applaud you. Well, hey, thanks, guys, for sticking around uh, the pub today. I uh, hope you had a great time. Look forward to seeing you back again sometime. Sancha.